0: is the 77 WABC minicast. And joining us now is someone who just wrote a really powerful column about all of this is the great Pulitzer Prize winning columnist for the New York Post, our friend Michael Goodwin. Uh, Michael, you say uh, vote Mozzie. Go ahead. Why? Uh, Thank you, Rita. Yes, uh, look, I think this is uh, uh, a party vote. In other words, uh, this is a referendum on the Democratic Party on Joe Biden's presidency. And I think if you're happy with the way things are going, if you think it's it's great to have 8 million immigrants surging across an open border, if you're if you think Bidenomics is working, if you think the global situation is improving and everything is good at home, crime is falling, it's, you know, happy days are here again, then by all means vote for the Democrat Tom Swasey because he will vote largely, if not completely, with the Biden agenda in Congress. If, however, you think everything is, you know, the country's gone to hell in a handbasket because of Joe Biden's presidency, because of what's going on in Albany with the Democrats in control, and because of the mess in City Hall that Eric Adams has created with the migrants, uh, if you're if you think all that needs to be changed, then go with the challenger, go with Mozzie Phillip, who I think has the beyond this situation of it being a party choice, I think she has the real makings of a star. And uh, Judge Weinberg. So what do you say to people say, well, I never vote. I never vote Republican. You know, what do I do? What, What do you say to them to get their head straight to vote the right way to protect this country? Well, I think you have to sort of go through the what do they think is wrong, right? What would they like to change? And let's say it's uh, it's crime. Let's say it's a very low, the local issue of crime. Uh, Do they think that uh, the White House and Albany and City Hall uh, are the answer? Do they have the answers? Have they made it better? Uh, So I think it it, there's usually an issue that people care most about. uh, And when it's not going well, then I think you have to send a message to the people in power. And the way you send that message, you can write a letter to the newspaper, you can go on Twitter, you can go on a radio show. But basically it's through your vote that you send that message to the people in power that you are not happy and you are voting for a change. That's how I think they get the message, the only message they really care about. Yeah, and you know, um, you know, we see, Michael, too, and we've been talking about the Mallorca's vote last night. It is such an important reminder to everybody that every seat counts. When you have such a narrow majority for people who are pushing for border protection, pushing to make change, uh, every vote counts, and this is a critical seat. Uh, so even more than ever, they need to come out and think, who is going to keep them safe at the end of the day? Well, that's right. I mean, I, again, I mean, as I say in the column, I don't generally think of it in terms of party, but what you just said about the margin in the House is another reason. And look, this is just for this year. This is just for the end of this Congress, and there'll be a new election next year. There might even be redistricting if Democrats get their way again. Uh, But I think for this year, you don't want the Republicans in the House to lose their majority because uh, look what happened the way they were. They failed in Mayorkas by a vote, but look at the, uh, the fact that uh, Mike Johnson, the speaker, has been able to hold the party together on the issue of the border that was going to pass the Senate until Johnson said it's dead on arrival in the House. Well, that scrambled everything in the Senate. The Senate then did not want to – Senate Republicans particularly, but even some Democrats did not want to be voting for a bill uh, and be on the record supporting a bill that was not going to become law. Because the House was able to stop it. That's the importance of a majority. It's the importance of having control of at least one chamber uh, when the Democrats have the White House and the Senate. So, yes, uh, Ma- this seat that Mozzie uh, is running for against Tom Swazi. And look, let me just say quickly I don't have a real beef with Swazi, um, I think he is a moderate Democrat. Uh, by and large, he's, he's wavered at times. But the fact is he would have he would, he would tip the, could tip the balance to the Democrats and therefore make Hakeem Jeffrey speaker, who I think would be a disaster. Mike. Um, and, and, and I think that Swazi, uh, even though he's a moderate, the party is not. And he would have no influence on that party. Mike, tell me one vote that Pelosi or Hakeem have lost. Uh, That's right. When they're in charge, none. None. Yeah, they all vote in lockstep. Not not a single one that's a a Democrat votes against them. That's right. They have absolute power. And no matter what, you know, no matter how many members of the squad or all of that, they all come home. When when Nancy rang the bell That's all, it. The, so, all the cows came into the barn at the same time. I mean they all did what they were told ultimately. The Republicans don't know how to do this. They do not know how to govern. And that that rap on them that they can't govern <clears throat> they're they're confirming it with this kind of mayhem. Mike, the problem is if you don't vote for her, you're voting for one party government, which is controlled by a radical extreme group. That's what yeah. you're talking about. Yeah. You need balance yeah. of power here to check the radical extremists, their own and, and run and it by and the, the right Party. But the people that don't know a Kevin McCarthy's seat, which is probably going to go Republican, is on March 19th, and Mozzie is next Tuesday. So if, right. a, so if they can get Mozzie's seat and and Kevin McCarthy's seat, then and they'll I have a little, little more some breathing room absolutely but those are both holds right they're not new seats they're they're holding republican seats that were held by republicans who resigned yes. uh George Santos, of course, uh, basically expelled, uh, but Kevin McCarthy resigned, so they're vacant now. So the Republicans need to hold them just to keep that majority. Otherwise, if they lose other people, you never know. People may get sick or whatever. Uh, So, you you, you know, right now you're getting a lot of people leaving Congress or saying they're going to leave. Uh, So these two seats are important. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much.